Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Patch Notes. Sorry that uh, it's been spaced out a bit. We're still trying to get our format down, but we're, we're working on it. We're getting there. In this episode, we thought it would be fun to do a little bit shorter of an episode since the first five have been significant in time. And we are going to give you what we're calling a behind the screens. I know, real clever, real dad joke of us uh, look at who we are and how we got into gaming. So uh, we're just going to jump right in. I've got Dale here, the emotional father. I'm pretty sure Um, I was the one that jokingly suggested behind the screens. You did. You did. Sounds right up my alley. It was really great. It made me happy. For those of you that aren't aware, Dale and I are brothers, which is an important piece of information for most of the stories we'll probably tell today. Um, and what we wanted to do with today's episode is, is basically give you guys a little bit more background on who we are and give you some stories about meaningful moments that video games played in our lives. Cause our whole idea with patch notes is the, you know, the intersection of life and gaming. And so this is, this is our chance to kind of tell our stories about, uh how video games impacted us and so we figured we'd start at the beginning which for me was getting the original game boy and tetris when i i I still like every time we've talked about this a couple of times and i can't remember exactly when it was but i think it was it it was either right after it, it was it i was young i was like between three and five when i got my game boy and I got Tetris, and I bought it at Best Buy, and I have a very distinct memory of that. The next time I remember I have like a significant memory about video games was when we got our Super Nintendo for Christmas when we were living in Denver. Yeah, that's my um, first. So I re- kind of remember us having a Game Boy, but I was mm-hmm. I would have been very young because I'm a little over two years younger than you. Yeah. And so I don't remember having, I don't remember getting the Game Boy for sure. I do yeah. remember getting the Super Nintendo. Okay. That's my first big game memory is getting the Super Nintendo. Big, big game memory. Yeah. I, I know I got, I, my, the Game Boy was like, I, I had saved up my money and bought it for my birthday. I remember that it was like a birthday present. And I, I want to say, I'm just gonna have to ask mom at some point, but I feel like I got it before you were born because yeah, that just doesn't make sense. That, I no think way. that, I think there's no way I probably was cause I would have like, like a to- two. I was probably a toddler when you got it. Yeah. I was probably like two, I, one or two when you got it. I, I feel like I, then I would have, I must've gotten it in Colorado, I guess. Do you, I see. I don't, I, I remember, do you remember anything about pre Colorado? Cause I don't remember anything. pre. I remember bits and pieces of San Antonio, but not much. Yeah. So I can't remember if I got it right before we moved to Denver because we moved to Denver in um, 94, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. So maybe I'd, I don't see. I don't know that either. I can't remember that either. Anyway, ir- irrelevant information, I guess. But the Super Nintendo we got for for Christmas we had super came with super mario brothers or super mario and 
and that's that was where I remember spending like the first large chunk of time playing games. I know I bought other games for Game Boy, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, um, I, it's so funny. I don't even rem- like. I was thinking about this. This happens for the first few systems I owned, mainly the Super Nintendo that we owned, um, and maybe Sega as well. I I only remember having like just Super Mario Bros for uh for Super Nintendo and I don't even remember if that's the official name for that Super Mario for some reason Super Mario World Super, Mario? Super Mario World oh, shoot, shoot dude I don't I can't keep up with names but either way I only remember having Mario and then I remember having Super Mario World yeah so I remember getting it for Christmas I for some reason I feel like yeah. it was like in the garage and we like went out to the garage to get it I don't know it was in the basement the it was basement. in the basement of the, the townhouse like that blue basement I mean, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the only, this is, and this is one of the things that I think I'll probably be a reoccurring theme is like, you know, why, why gaming is important to me. Like I, I have memories that are, I, the only reason I remember them is because of gaming. I, I would, mm. I would not have that memory of it even being in like a basement or a garage or whatever, if it wasn't about getting a game because it was important, yeah. it was important to me even from a young age. Um, and I, yeah, so I remember getting it. I remember playing it, um, they had the two player mode in there and you and I yeah. would, Ooh, I just smacked my mic. Um, <laughs> I remember they had the two player mode and I remember you and I really, uh, just wearing that game out, just going back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, probably fighting over sharing lives and stuff like that. Probably uh, so. <laughs> but I don't remember, you know, I remember, I don't remember getting other games for it. I remember at some point, well, first of all, we had the super Nintendo for gosh dang forever in fact i still have it now that i say that it's sitting behind me right now that's um, funny uh, and it still works <laughs> um <laughs> god it's so old uh, i remember getting top gear um and playing a lot of top yeah, gear yeah i remember i got top gear for my birthday one year and some other random game yeah i don't i mean i don't I, remember what the other game was yeah I, I remember getting top gear um and that was a racing game and we played with our mm-hmm. dad a ton that game was so much fun i remember yeah. getting um at some point we got king griffey jr <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, oh yes which was this, just a cartoony baseball game um was so terrible and then and then i'm going to speak for me personally the one that there's actually the first one that really stands out to me was getting Mega Man X because I got yeah. Mega Man X, I think it was for my birthday. At least this is how I remember it. I remember getting Mega Man X for my birthday. I must have been like four or five. And uh-huh. we were having a birthday party at DZ Discovery Zone. And that was my pre- In Charlotte? I, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. like... DZ was in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. So I just remember, I remember, I remember getting it... Um, I remember getting it for, for my birthday. I, I couldn't tell you for sure where it was. I just remember being in DC for some reason. That memory could yeah. be totally mixed up, but I feel I feel pretty strongly like that's that's true because um, Mega Man was one of my favorite games. I played the heck out of that game. Yeah, we both did. I mean, we played, we played so much Mega Man. In fact, I'm surprised that neither of us has streamed it yet because... Uh, that was that whole that whole series um franchise i guess I, I i well i wasn't a big fan of the the original mega man games i did play some of them yeah we but, had some for um, game boy actually at some point yeah. we got them i don't know when i really yeah. in fact i really actually me personally really enjoyed the ones on game boy 
Yeah. The ones on Game Boy were fun. I, I just was, I was like very drawn to the X series yeah. a lot. I thought, it, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, this just sparked um, another memory of mine, early gaming memory that maybe even, I don't know when this was, but um, our mom at one point worked at a church and in the mm-hmm. church they had just an NES, just a Nintendo. Yeah. And um, they had Mega Man on that Nintendo. Like it must've been like Mega Man 2 or something like that. And That's then funny. I feel like we played uh, like a Super Mario or not Super, but just Mario on there. Mm-hmm. Um, probably two or three, I think. Yeah, yeah I remember man. that. It's wild. That's wild. Yeah, that would have that would have been in Denver, I think. It was, and we played it up in that old the youth room, which was like the attic, attic of the church or whatever. And it yeah. had like cubbies that you could go through to other parts of the room or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. See, I but they the, had a um, what was that other? They had another older system too. Um, not an Atari, like a ColecoVision or something like that. Maybe, maybe it was an Atari. I think I they. Know, had, they had, I feel like they had an atari i feel or something yeah yeah has something we played frogger on something i, I feel like yeah I, I dude see that's where it like it gets really hazy for me because i was i was so young so, yeah so young and well and even I, I i don't remember i mean i remember you know getting Mega Man, um because we just played that game so much yeah well and that was the other and that's why you know we like i said before we had the super nintendo for so long so and and games came i mean at least it felt like that and we had a lot of games over time for that i mean Uh we we got a sega as well i don't actually remember getting the sega um i remember i would imagine i would imagine we got the sega when we moved to charlotte we sure did because the way that dad did stuff was like Hey, we'll buy you a system because we were moving essentially. Yeah. Which resulted in us getting all of our systems except up until like PlayStation 2, I think. Um Yeah, that sounds about and right. Dream, Dreamcast maybe. Yeah. But, um We so we would move and we would get a new system and so like that that we we when we moved to Charlotte, we got the Sega and then I think when we moved to Orlando, we got the N64. I thought um, we got the N64 for Christmas one year. Maybe we did. I don't honestly. I can't remember when we got the N sixty four. That's one that I have. I I remember playing. Actually, it, but I don't. One of two things happened with the N sixty four. Um, this this is another thing that I remember. Either I got it on my birthday. Um, I was sick. I always get sick on my birthday. We're used to. And I remember staying home from school and getting the sixty four. I think mm. on my birthday, like the first year we lived in Florida, maybe. That, that um, sounds right. And I feel like we had what game would it have been like Twisted Edge snowboarding um maybe was one of the first games we had or maybe bomberman 64 ssx tricky Tri- is maybe what it Tri- would have been tricky was not tricky was later that's oh, okay. xbox but it's, i think it was oh, twisted, yeah, yeah, twisted yeah. edge it was the snowboarding game twisted edge yeah. because then i remember for christmas that year we got ocarina of time with the strategy guide yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a big time that. big time sega was awesome though i love we played sonic so much so, see like a lot of the memories i have we played so many good co-op games or just games mm-hmm. you know like platformers that we could like go switch back and forth on uh just yeah. like play back and forth like like uh, do you remember joe and mac where you were like the cave dudes we played yeah that. we played that one a lot that was awesome yeah that's why i think we had it's- we had i mean we had so many systems we i mean we we had the the super nintendo the sega mm-hmm. 
we had a PlayStation One, we had a PS Two, we had a sixty four. Yeah, we, we had Dreamcast. Yeah, we had Dreamcast. We kind of skipped the GameCube because we were playing PS Two stuff mainly. Yeah, and also like I think at least I went through a period where I just didn't game as much in around probably around the I don't want to say when the GameCube was out, but like early high school, I just like was playing soccer and doing other stuff. And Mm -hmm. I jumped like straight into the Wii after that and then played all the GameCube games I missed. And um, I, I I did the same because we, I remember other people having GameCube and I remember like think, I just don't think, I felt like we were like not really into it. Like we didn't, at that time we were kind of like over Nintendo for a little bit. The weird thing Um, is I played it at, I played so many GameCube games at my friend's house. I played, played Smash Brothers. I did too. F- Fantasy Star Online was on GameCube. Like I, pl- I played so much stuff. But oh, I guess we had Xbox too. Like that's the other thing. We had an Xbox yeah, and we had a 360. We did have an Xbox. We I didn't have a 360. I don't think oh, I had really? a 360. I guess I yeah. did. I got one when I was in college. Yeah, I didn't ever have a 360. Wow. Because the, the last system I bought was the Wii until I got my Switch. Dang. So we've... Yeah. We've done it all. Our history is filled with the, the the consoles and and the games and all the handheld stuff. Yeah. Um, is there one that that you think has been your like from a console perspective? Is there one that has always been your favorite? Um, I, I, I'm trying to think like to different time periods of my life. I, I feel like Ocarina of Time was my favorite fa- favorite. Ocarina of Time was my favorite game for for N64. Um, although, you know, really like Ocarina of Time, Banjo-Kazooie, Jet Force Gemini. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. That's what I was going to say. The, the 64 is, is definitely my favorite console that we ever had it be, yeah. because those games that you listed off are just like, I'm constantly wanting a game that feels like Banjo-Kazooie or Jet Force Gemini, like those yeah. games were like pioneering and, and Super Mario 64, Bomberman yeah. 64. Like those games were so, so good. Like yeah, the 64 was come. a lot of fun. And the four player multiplayer business there was just like, that was revolutionary. It was awesome. So and we also, we also had Tony Hawk when it came out on N64, oh, which was a big, Tony a Hawk. big game. Oh my gosh! I mean, I played so much Tony Hawk on N sixty four. Oh, I, I, dude, I we played it so much. It's ridiculous. I'm sure that like, I feel like there's a whole generation of people that are just like Pro Skater two, Pro Skater three, like, oh yeah, just like we could all still sing every single song after the first like count in of the music. Was, that stuff was I, our, our life. I bought a version of Pro Skater for xbox one and i left it on a tour bus somewhere i don't remember but it doesn't matter i don't have an xbox anymore but it'd be fun i would go and buy uh that game again because it's just so much fun it's just one of those games that you can like sit and chill and play it and it's like it's it's so great yeah yeah i love i love i love the 64 that's probably my favorite system yeah i i feel like i i really liked a lot of the 64 um early on you know i think the next game that i really enjoyed playing with you was the knights of the old republic games on when we got xbox Um, yeah i agree with that we did so much this is this is actually something that i think is lost on modern maybe not but i think 
maybe modern culture just doesn't do this, right? Like we used to sit and play single player games together. Like that was mm-hmm. because it was just, it, we were just engaged in the story and like we could bounce ideas off each other for like, if we were stuck in like puzzles or things like that. Yeah. And like, I just don't think people do that. I mean, it's, I guess it's different now. Like that's what we do on Twitch and, and Facebook gaming yeah. and stuff like that is like you, you play those games with other people, but we used to like sit as just because we were living in the same house. We'd just be like mm-hmm. playing a game and walk in and be like, Oh sweet. I will. So I will say this though, favorite and we could do a whole episode on co-op games so i won't get too far into it i do have a lot of really good memories of playing ps2 games on the um our our, our, for the listener our grandparents had a a, like a fifth wheel like a motorhome that they kept outside their house and whenever we went to visit we used to sleep out there and we would just game like super late but you know we were young so that was probably like only like 11 or 12 yeah <laughs> but um dude those lord of the rings the two towers yes game, the co-op ones oh man those, what a great game it was early ea um early ea games um, and that was a co-op wasn't it and it was co-op dude we left a huge one off the 64 dude golden eye the golden eye oh yeah. man we played so I, much you know, golden eye we did and Super Smash Brothers, honestly. And Super like, Smash I, Brothers, yes. Super Smash Brothers. I got Super Smash Brothers as a gift from mom and dad after I got diagnosed with diabetes. I bought two things. This is hilarious. I bought, <laughs> they let me pick out two things. I pre-ordered Super Smash Brothers, and I bought a fucking Beanie Baby, <laughs> like a special edition bear Beanie Baby called Kicks. It was a soccer bear. Dude, nothing is more oh, 90s my. than what you just described. I I know. <laughs> so I know. funny. And it wasn't even it wasn't even GameStop. It was whatever games the EB, 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 EB games. EB games. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that's so freaking funny. And it, it, so. the uh, you just like I just remembered too. Like I remember a lot about the 64. I remember mm-hmm. we got we got Banjo-Kazooie and Quest 64 on the same day our grandma bought yeah. them for us, and I was that grounded was... so I didn't even get to play either of them on the first day. Oh my gosh. Which was something that happened a lot for me. <laughs> so, so pretty frequently Poor had deal. behavioral issues at home. Not you. Never you. <laughs> oh Lord. But that's funny. That's funny. That's awesome. Quest Quest 64 was the bane of my fucking existence. It I was could, hard, dude. It was so hard. It was so I, hard. I remember playing that game. You know what? It's funny to think about it now because I treated video games the same as exactly the same then as I do now where I would like get stuck on one part and I'd just be like, fuck this shit. Not back then. It would have been, oh, darn it. I'm stuck. Um, But, you know, it was like I would just I would play it and I would play the same thing over and over and over again. I wouldn't figure it out. I would put the game down for months and then I would just like come back to it randomly and like try to beat it, like which is exactly what I did with Breath of the Wild. Like it's taking me years to beat that stupid game. I still haven't beaten it, but I finally like beat all of the uh, the different beasts. So I and but it's I did the same thing with Quest. Like I remember this very there was this forest section that I could not for the life. I of me know exactly out what, what you're talking about. There's the forest, and at the end of it, there's like a fire boss. Uh-huh. And like we got stuck in the forest for so long. Yeah. At some point that we game was brutal. Yeah. I don't I don't think I ever finished it because I was mad. I was really pissed off because we um 
we used like a game genie, like we used something to to hack, like to do like cheat codes on it, uh-huh. and to get really powerful. And we act, so I was like, I was like, hey, I don't want to save the game if we do that, because I was like, it's kind of like wanting to play it through like a purist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we accidentally saved it, and then we were like super powerful for the rest of the game. <laughs> Rip. Yeah. <laughs> so there, I mean, sixty four takes up a lot of space on the timeline i mean sure yeah i think most nintendo stuff does snes does you just got you get so much longevity out of those i mean if you think like what you're talking about like we got mario we got super mario when we were like three and four and five and we we played games on that system i mean even when we lived in florida like we didn't get um super mario rpg legend of the seven stars until we lived in florida and there's like a good like 10 years between like i mean i was in middle school playing that game uh on the snes and that was probably towards the end of the snes life like there were other consoles that had come out but we were still playing stuff on it at that point i still played mega man um you know because we got up to mega man we got mega man x2 which was really hard to find i remember the year you got that for christmas yeah we just like Um, randomly found it in some random bin of games at toys r us like it it was i i still do not fully it didn't have the case with it so i don't know if it was like a display copy or like a return or i don't know what it was but Hmm. but yeah yeah we got it and then you know the other thing i think the reason we got so much life out of that is that game rental was like that's why you didn't own all the games is because you would rent games yeah because all the time i remember playing things like yoshi's island and or yoshi's story is that what it was called well actually i think we had yoshi's island Island? yeah i don't remember when we got it but we did we did have that one we had the uh Chester three ninjas the, kick oh, back. Freaking three oh, and the ninjas. Che- Chester, Chester the Cheeto. The Cheeto game. Oh, uh, we gosh. had a Chester the Cheeto Super Nintendo game. That game was hard too. Why are all these games so hard? Can't, dude, oh my gosh. when you go back and play some of the stuff that we played when we were yeah. infants, basically, like just tiny little baby children, like, are you scratching your head at like how the hell we beat them? Because I can't, I, how did we beat Super Mario Bros? Like, that game is hard. It's not. I don't, I don't know. And it's long, too. It's not like it's, it's a short a game. Soup? It's no. long. And you can go through all these different routes and go on the Star Road and get all the different color Yoshis. It's like, how did we figure this out when we were kids without the internet? It does not make Bro, sense to me. because I have no idea. I feel like it's lost on my kids, too, because when my kids play it, they're, like, so frustrated. And I'm like, hey, yeah. when I was your age, I figured this out. You can, too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, man, I don't know. And I need to go back because I want to play, um, Ezra and I have started playing on the, uh, Switch because that, you know, you can get the SNES stuff on the Switch. And so we've started playing a little bit on there, but I might, that might be one that I stream at some point just because it's so fun and it's just it's such so a good, good. It's, it's so good. It's so good. There's all those hidden paths and everything. That's, yeah. So I know we've been jumping around, but it's been good. This is funny because that, 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 and that's kind of the beauty of what we wanted to display in this episode and something that we hope, we hope to have this conversation with lots of other people because you just realize like video games are so deeply rooted in memories for, uh, for a large majority of people, not, not for everybody, but definitely like, you know, a, a, a large majority of people. Um, and you know, f- 
an interest, another kind of odd thing that I'm remembering as we're talking about this is like, I'm thinking back, this is making me realize at what point you and I started to grow up and we started to kind of like do different things too, which is something I hadn't really thought about in association with video games. But, you know, for a long time, the way that we stayed really connected was through video games. Um, and then the older I got and I started doing other things, like specifically, I, uh, I was in to, I started really getting into music and I think that was probably the, the kind of path, the point where there was like a fork in the road and like you weren't as into music as I was at the time. And I was very into music and so I was less into video games. And so it's funny to think about how even that, like not having video games, I think for part of us growing up was a big reason why we weren't as close as we were when we were younger because we, you know, we were still doing stuff together and we were still playing games with our friends together. But, you know, like the older we got, the it felt like not having that as like an anchoring thing for us to do was something that made it so like we weren't as close when we were younger. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree with that for sure. Um, yeah. And I think so. And this is sort of like a big topic for me or, or something that I think about a lot. I guess this is like a big theme for me for games that I think a lot of people will relate to is that I, so I stuck with gaming probably longer than you did, like, or through periods when you weren't gaming Mm -hmm. because I found my community through gaming uh, with you and with friends. And we did move around quite a bit. So like when we moved, um, like the people that I connected with were people who were playing games like I like to play, um, especially in high school. Uh, when we moved to, we moved to Nashville. Like that yeah. was, I found my community because I was wearing a legend of Zelda shirt to like a church youth group. And, um, a guy who's still my best friend, his name's Brad. What up, Brad? He was Brad's like, he's got a sweet podcast too. Yeah, he does. He has a great podcast. Careful for spoilers network. It's called, um, uh, you gotta see this. It's about movies. It's good plug free plug um he he walked up and was like oh we got to be friends man you're wearing a zelda shirt zelda's like my favorite game and and we were and we've stayed friends since and yeah and just you know like i played with a group of people who did like halo land nights and then um in college just like we had a bunch of game nights and you know people played halo all through college and it was just like yeah that, that was like how i stayed connected and a big part of that i think a lot of people relate to this is because I, I think for a long time I was not um, the best in social situations. Like I didn't like being around people. I still don't love being around people. I'm a, I'm a very functioning introvert. Um, and so I like prefer to unwind on my own and games were like a really easy way to do that. And on top of that, I was pretty out of shape and overweight growing up. Um, you wouldn't believe that if you saw me now, I know for sure. I get that all the time, but, um, it made me uncomfortable in a lot of situations that Mm -hmm. people who were athletic or like, you know, like the jockey type people, like I immediately was like, not the same as those people. And so it was, it was more of like a comfortable space to be a gamer for me. And like, you know, it just was more relatable for, for my image and my personality. So I think that was a big part of it. Um, and 
because of that, I found community with people who played games rather than people who were outside doing sports and stuff like that. So I yeah. think that's part of the reason why I did stick with it for so long. Now, like you, I, I did go through a big period where I, I, we, we were both into music and I was super into soccer. Like in high school, I did hit a point where I was suddenly kind of athletic. <laughs> like it was really yeah. weird. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, dude, I want to play soccer. And so I pretty much only played soccer for like, a year and a half didn't even touch video games like all my spare time i was out kicking the ball and stuff and if i yep. did if i did play a game i was playing fifa like that's basically what it was yeah but anyways uh, you know just my personality kept me going back to games as a way to connect with people when i think um there's a lot of people who feel that way uh, and would relate to that i think there's a whole separate group of people who uh had other interests and hobbies or were more socially inclined to like be outside, be around people, whatever. Not to say you can't be both, especially now, but that's yeah. just par- part of the big driving factor for me. Well, it was, and it's interesting because, um, during that time period for us, a lot of people had very negative views of video games and, you know, there was there the image of the uh, the image of a gamer was was very negative and stereotypical, and it was you know like the fat kid sitting on this couch in his basement eating Doritos, like that was which when, was me, but it was well, Cheez Its and Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and it's like, but it's unfortunate that that was the image that was presented. It was like if you were a gamer, you were like you were no you were nobody you weren't going yeah, anywhere you were nobody you, you know? were you were your life you were wasting your time you're just wasting your time and i think i bought into that for a while honestly like i think that i truly believe that that were um that that i was like like if i if i were to continue to play games that that would for some reason mean that i was like not going to be able to be successful or something but yeah um it was a lot of i think when i took a break it was not all intentional because I mean we we continued to do play some games like I really got into World of Warcraft with you for a while. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Kingdom I mean, Hearts. Was, we played EverQuest on the PS. We played EverQuest on the PS2. Yeah. The PS2, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's one when, when I said like gaming was a way to the community. Like sometimes that community was in online games, specifically Warcraft yeah. and EverQuest. Like when we moved yeah. to Tennessee, like I was like constantly looking for internet access to be able to play EverQuest because I didn't have, you didn't have, you I mean like there was like AOL instant messenger, but like we didn't have ways to stay connected with people and yeah. or social media or anything like that. And so like I had people that I played EverQuest with regularly and I was like, all right, these are my people right now because we yeah. don't have other people. Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean there the it's it's cool because like literally I think we could we could look back and pick games from every single system that were meaningful. You know, like there that's why I think it's hard to pick just like one game because each game has these like specific sets of memories associated with it whether it was in a lot of them I think it's funny it centers around us at our grandparents' house like all of the games that we played together there whether it was like all the time we spent playing EverQuest at their house because uh, we had EverQuest while we were living in the motorhome, I think. And we yeah, would, like, we would like we find would a... internet places to like, we'd, yeah. we'd like move the TV and the PS2 to like the internet room at the like RV exactly. lodge. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> we did play. that. We, that was when we started playing or we tried to play Star Wars Galaxies during that time. Like I bought Star Wars Galaxies 
um socom was a huge game that that was probably oh, that was the calm. that game so man I, I played so much of that and i'm sure it took a lot for me to convince mom and dad to let me get that game um that was the first more rank heavy competitive uh shooter that i played that was, i don't that remember how good i would as it yeah, I actually think we were really good. Like, I was trying to research this the other day, and I was looking at the rank system, and I was like, wait a minute, I think we are pretty high rank in this game for just being... That's funny. And I'm not surprised, because that's how, like, Fortnite kids are now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, SOCOM was a third-person shooter, so it was like, I think that's why I really liked it, because I was still not super into the first-person thing. Um, I played like I this is totally random, but I played like Time Splitters 2 on GameCube with a bunch of my friends all the time, which was a first person game. Um you oh, know, I thought I that definitely was, played was that first person? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, it's first person. Um I love time splitters. I played I definitely played Halo with you a good bit. And ironically, I and this is maybe I never told you this, but man, I used to be so jealous of you going to play Halo with all of those Oh, dude, Thanks. I had no idea. Yeah, it was all Oh, my... I was so jealous because, like, I didn't have any of... None of my friends played video games. And that was probably part of the other reason why I, I stopped playing was because nobody I was hanging out with played video games. So then... But you had this whole group of friends, and, and I was older. And so it just, like, at the time, it was like, oh, well, I can't go hang out with all Dale's friends, you know, and play video games. Yeah, dude, but, we were... I'm not going to lie. I think we were all really good, too. Like... I'm sure I'm sure there's stuff that we didn't know, like like you know, like pro gamer stuff that we didn't know. But yeah, we would have figured it out really fast because we were all stupid good at Halo. Like, yeah, stupid good at Halo. <laughs> Halo was fun. Halo's great. Halo. Yeah. What, so I know, like one of the big questions we wanted to talk about was if you have either, maybe not favorite gaming memory, but like, mm-hmm. what is one of your most important? memories that's associated with games yeah i feel like i've told this story before so i I, i'm trying to think of a better one i definitely playing getting my nintendo switch and playing breath of the wild for the first time was very important to me um which was is a recent is a more recent memory um but i i've i've shared that one man honestly like even just like as we've been running through all these memories tonight i think just just like playing games with our friends or playing games with you or playing games with our cousin, you know, it was like all, I I think most of my best memories of playing video games as a kid were ones that happened in like the RV when we were there for holidays. This is so cool. Um, like it's so cool. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I think, but that, and there's a lot that goes into that. And, and some of it, I feel like is still very fuzzy for me. Like, I don't know if I have like, specific nights or anything like that i just have lots of good feelings and memories surrounding us just like hanging out and playing games yeah um those are the best a lot of fantasy star online i feel like i have lots of good memories of that too like that was a fun one um yeah just good like good anytime we were playing games i I feel like that was one area where i'm sure there was some fighting but um (laughs) Yeah. We didn't really fight about games that much. <laughs> we probably did. Yeah, we probably. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure we did some. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm sure we did. Um, I've yeah, got. A, I don't know, man. I've got a couple, Go. and I will say yeah. that I think I'm gonna do like maybe three different kind of takes on this, and they'll be quick. I won't do like long stories. Okay. Um, 
So the first one, I'll start with the sad one first. The first one, the first memory that I have that's associated with the game, like one that really sticks out to me is, uh, unfortunately, when we were told that dad had cancer, um, I was playing World of Warcraft. (laughs) I was, I, I could tell you the exact spot I was in. I was raiding cars on in World of Warcraft, Burning Crusade. Um, and I was, there's like a section in that raid. It's a raid. It was like, I was, it's such a big deal that I was doing it. My guild let me do it that night. It was like my second or third time being the healer on the raid. Wow. And I just had to shut my laptop and stop playing, uh, cause we had to have that conversation and they wow. were, they were kind of mad at me. And I eventually went back and told them like, Hey, this is what was going on. I'm really sorry. And they were all like, like super supportive and there for me. So kind of going back to like the community aspect and why it was always important to me. Even yeah. I never met those people. They were still like, you know, had my back through that. Um, yeah. but like, I could even tell you like where I was in the raid. So obviously that's not a great memory, but it's one that definitely has stuck with me. Um, yeah, I will give other ones real quick. Um, anything kingdom hearts really sticks out to me because that was a game that just like really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. And we, um, we had a game room, that our parents set up for us for Christmas one year. Yeah. And I remember just, I I just like loved to sit in that room and play kingdom hearts like over and over and over again, the first one Mm -hmm. uh, and the second one. And those games were uh, really good to me um, and good for me because I, because of like, you know, some of the stuff I described before I, I had, I guess, lower self-esteem and like beating games and playing those games um, or like being able to relate to characters in a story or like feel like I connected with characters in a story from a narrative perspective was beneficial to me gaining self-confidence and yeah. feeling, you know, good about myself. And Kingdom Hearts was definitely a game where I always felt like good about good about stuff when I was playing it. I was yeah. for some reason like just, just like a, good at it. It's just a good game. It's wholesome. Yeah. It's so wholesome. And then, yeah. yeah, my third one is Halo Knights, probably for the same reason is because um, I just was so, that was like connection to me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like I made a lot of connections through that. Um, and just like the community there was so solid and it was just so fun, like so yeah. freaking fun. And to be in one house with like literally 16 dudes <laughs> and we had two xboxes upstairs and two xboxes in the basement one on a projector mm-hmm. like one of them was on a yeah. projector and we played all night it's <laughs> awesome it's just like i don't think that anything can top that it was so good you know one other memory that i actually just talked to about with this person recently was um we shredded some guitar hero with our boys in colony house uh, oh that is played in a band with that's them. true that is um that is very very true we played a like, lot we played of guitar hero a lot of guitar hero which was a lot of fun that was another game that i really enjoyed i say too that's one of the ones that when we were older you and i mm-hmm. still played together um yeah because we were on the road or we did like a beach trip one year and we did a lot of guitar hero on that beach trip for the yep. fam yeah i remember that so yeah there's just so many that's what yeah. you know like that's why it's so funny because you know i know people who don't play games probably have like maybe it's like a concert or maybe like a show or a movie they were really into or a sport mm-hmm. but oh my gosh dude like my whole life is just like marked by the games i was playing like all of them are just like signs along the way <laughs> well and i definitely feel that to be the case again for me now because you know 
there have been multiple games now that I've played that have I've have like a significant impact on me. Um, and uh, starting with Breath of the Wild, into Mario Odyssey, into the the new Pokemon games, then The Last of Us was. Is, I and I'll say one of the questions we were going to ask each other is like, what what do you think your favorite game, uh, like of all time? If I had to pick one, and I think I would say Last of Us is probably my favorite oh, game I've ever I've ever played. Um, that game just I I've played so many games. I you know I I've played a lot of games, and and then The Last of Us to me as somebody who like story is everything to me in, in, in my work and in stuff that I do for even for fun. And so the story that they developed through that game and the immersion I felt and the connection I felt to the characters was like nothing else I'd ever experienced. And I'm sure there are other games that people can suggest to me that would create that same feeling. I've, I've heard that be said about some of the, the God of War series games and, and things like that. But you know, I just Last of Us holds a really special place. Corey and I played that was like one of the it's probably the second game that we played all the way through together. The first game Corey and I ever played together was um Firewatch, which is a really fun game. Oh, Firewatch uh, is so good. Yeah, Firewatch is a really cool game. Yeah, I think and if we were gonna go, go favorite game, I think mine would be there it's it's gotta be a tie between uh like Pokemon Gold and Silver era, like Gen Two. Mm-hmm and um ocarina of time just because i consistently can go back and replay those games i think kingdom hearts is probably pretty close in the running um but i think specifically zelda ocarina of time i will replay that is like so many times and get the same level of enjoyment that i did the first time i played it yeah it's been a while since i don't even remember if i actually beat that game Oh yeah, we beat it together for sure, for sure, for oh, sure. We beat it okay, together. Okay, yeah, cool. It was a big deal, a huge deal when we beat it. Huge freaking deal when we beat it, man. I <laughs> we were pumped. We were so pumped. That was. I mean, I loved getting. I love getting pumped about beating a game. Like we were yeah. pumped when we beat Mega Man X two and oh, yeah. and zero at the end cusses and we're like, yeah, zero said a cuss word. Yeah. <laughs> He said, what does he say, damn or yeah, something? something like that. He says it in the start of X, too, and I didn't realize it until I was, like, 23. I was yeah. like, we played play this game when I was, like, five. How did I not know what that was? Like, <laughs> I never funny. read it, I guess. But, yeah, that's, um, that's probably my favorite ones. I, I like, recently, I think uh, Breath of the Wild was a good recent one. Like, really, really, really good game. Um, yeah. Really loved Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, Bioshock Infinite was a really special one for me. That was just mm-hmm. like insanely good. I'll have to play that. I haven't played that series. Yeah, yet. yeah. It's just, it's like, yeah, it's just so. It's there's so many. Each like I said, like each game kind of has it creates its own feelings. You know, with the way video gaming and streaming exists today, and because of the inclusion that's being presented, it's also being visualized because you know you have female streamers and uh you know or lgbtq streamers and it's like the there's a people are being seen and are visible and that's good that's a good thing so that's i think that's cool and it's exciting to it'll be exciting to see like what sort of memories people are associating with games because of things like that now like we have all these great memories growing up 
uh, and and now it, people can create those memories in ways that we wouldn't have even dreamed of when we were playing Super Nintendo, you know, because people can feel video games to or connections to games through a streamer, or they can feel connections through a podcast or or whatever. Like, just there's so many different avenues for people to feel connected through video games now that it's it'll be fun to see like how our kids experience those things um and you know when they're in the next 10 years when we ask them these questions like what 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 you know what memories do you have associated with that it'll be interesting to see what they what they talk about because i think it'll be fun yeah for sure for sure and i think you know i think that's what what you just said is it's basically like what i think the great story of gaming is and it's something that you felt and i felt too is like you know, like I said, I found my community through gaming. It's, there are people now who are who are probably experiencing something like, you know, um, you know, I'm I'm not a white cis male, but you know, I couldn't find friends in school, or I couldn't find friends in a church that I had to go to. But mm-hmm. you know, in my Super Smash Bros. community, you know, I found all kinds of people who accepted me yeah. and believed or felt the same things as I did about life, and and you know, and that's. That is why I think gaming is awesome because that's, you know, again, I'm not trying to like appropriate that to say like, oh, I I know how you feel exactly because I felt the same way. But it is it's like a shared it's a shared idea, right? Like it's a great connector between all of us um, and it's it's a place where we, we can find community. And I think for me, that's probably been the reason I've stuck with it for so long. And I thought about this the other day. I was like, am I still going to be playing uh, a league of legends when i'm 50 you know like the the joke like am i gonna be an mm-hmm. old granddad and i'm still gonna be gaming like what am i gonna look like am i gonna look like my granddad except be playing like world of warcraft like how's that gonna work <laughs> <laughs> whatever he played tetris when he was old so it's the same thing yeah, he still plays tetris yeah so it's it, gaming has always been there that's the thing it's like it's just just changes so yeah, I and I I I just I'm so th- it's silly to say it. It felt or it, I think there it sometimes it would feel silly to say it, but I'm just so thankful for games because it keeps me it keeps me connected to you. It keeps me connected to my friends that don't live here. Um you know, it connects Corey and I cuz we play games together and I know you had the same experience on your end too with and it's like it's just a at at its core when it when you can strip away the layers of toxic and kind of grossness that can be created because of games too it's it it is at its core it's meant to be a way for people to hang out and connect and that is really cool and hopefully that's something we can continue to celebrate uh and you know we want to hear your stories that are like ours. Like we could sit here and talk about this for days, honestly, because the more we, I'm sure the more we went through, go through our memories, the the more that'll pop up and we'll be like, Oh, but oh do you yeah. This one time? You know, I, mean, and it's just, I have 30 years almost now of gaming memory. So yeah, <laughs> for it's sure. Like for one, sure. one memory after another, there's so many random stories that are associated with games, but they're all super fun. And, um, be sure to uh, shoot us a message on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash patch notes gaming, um, or shoot us a DM on Instagram 
and uh, tell us your stories. Like, what what are your memories that you have of games and uh, positive, negative, whatever? Um, you know, those are we want to hear from you guys too. So. Man, what I would love to do, and I'm this is vision casting, and we can cut this or we can leave it in. I don't mind. But if we could really, actually, for sure, get you guys to send that stuff in, if you're okay with us sharing it, I would love yeah. one day whether it's a month from now or three months from now or whatever, if we just do like a mailbag episode, right. Where we get to that. share Absolutely. our, either if you guys want to chime in on the stream, um, when we're on Facebook, um, give us your stories, uh, short, long, whatever. And we can just, one day we can just read them on the podcast and do an episode and share stories, um, of everybody who's got memories like this. Yeah, for sure. I would love to do that. Well, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, with us today. You know, like I said, we could go on and on about this for, but the point, the point of this episode was to just kind of give you guys a look at how Dale and I have stayed connected through games and some of our favorite memories, uh, associated with them. Cause we've talked a lot about specific games on this, this podcast, but we haven't really given you kind of like a, a overview of, of what got us to this point so i hope you enjoyed it please uh send us your stories like i said you can send it to us on facebook you can send it to us on instagram uh or we've got a gmail account read my patch notes at gmail.com you can send them there and uh yeah it'd be fun at some point to basically do this episode but basically we're just reading your stories uh back and kind of talking about stuff associated with that so uh catch us on facebook gaming as well we are streaming typically monday wednesday friday is kind of our schedule if we're sticking to it but um we'll let you know uh on there if anything's changing so uh and last but not least do us a huge favor and be sure to leave us a review it's uh, such a great way for the podcast to get recognized by apple and spotify and all the other places that you may be listening so if you've got a second uh that would be a big help to us Thank you, as always, for tuning in, and we will talk to you all very soon.